Hello, ghouls, and welcome to Brave the Basement. I'm your host, the Ghoul That Rules. I'm your co-host, Black One Jack 2. So if you enjoy getting a little scared, ghost stories, haunted houses, believer in the supernatural, or maybe even a skeptic want to look at things from a different perspective, then this is the show for you. Today is our 20th episode celebration. <laughs> Yours actually sounds halfway decent. I know! I was shocked! Mine's... So we went to the Dollar Tree, and I spent a dollar on like eight of these things. Wasn't it eight or something like that? Eight for one. Yeah, eight for one. And we, as soon as we got out of the store, we're laughing like a bunch of little kids. And we we open up the the package, and we blow it, and it's like the worst party horn in the entire world. It's, it's like one of those uh, whistles for like refs. I, I was like, maybe maybe it was like a, a ref thing because it was like a sports. So today we got a small game between me and Black One Jack Two. Every time that I say twentieth episode celebration, <laughs> we gotta blow the party horns for our twentieth episode celebration. He was already ready for it. I beat you. So one zero. Okay, so today's episode will be about Munchkinland, and I'm not talking about the movie Wizard of Oz. Um, but before we get into that, I promised everybody that on our 20th episode celebration that we would have some announcements. Whoa, woo-hoo. So since this is the 20th episode celebration, we got some announcements for our 20th episode celebration. Uh, first announcement is this is the season finale of Brave the Basement. Not the series finale, but the season finale. So what we're going to do is we're going to, after this is released, we're going to take a couple weeks off. And we're going to come back in about two weeks, starting with season two, episode one. So to send off our 20th episode celebration. (laughs) All we wanted to tell you was at the start of season two, I almost said one. At the start of season two, we have brand new entrance music, brand new logo coming up, and there's a couple other things going on for Brave the Basement. Uh, Something else that we're going to do, if you visit uh, bravethebasement.weebly.com, you'll notice that we have a merch store. And on that merch store is all Brave the Basement apparel, including my favorite, the coffee mug. says Brave the Basement Ghoul. You can get yours today at bravethebasement.weebly.com. But also, we will be adding Black One Jack 2 streaming merch to that store. And also, some Black One Jack 2 Brave the Basement apparel. And this is all due to our 20th celebration episode. I was going to blow it anyways. I, I, was, know, I know you I, was. I, I, was I, like, I, you said Black One Jack 2 merch. I was like... I wasn't even going to say 20th episode celebration. But you you started started raising the party horn ready to go. <laughs> Can we just take a moment and just laugh at these ridiculous things? They're ho- well, yours sounds halfway decent. Mine, mine sounds silly. But anyway, <laughs> do not go to Dollar Tree to get party horns. Just so you <laughs> no. know, or if if you do, don't buy the one dollar ones. Yeah, don't buy the dollar ones at the Dollar Tree. So just to recap real quick, this is the season finale we're going to come back in two weeks 
starting with uh, season two, episode one, brand new logo, brand new entrance music, outro music. We're going to update our store to include Black One Jack 2. So uh, be sure to check all that out. It's going to be real exciting. So I'm going to put Blackjack on the spot here. Should we give everyone a sneak peek at the new entrance music or should we make them wait two whole weeks? We got to show them a sneak. We got to. So, all right. Because of Blackjack, uh, and this is our 20th episode celebration. We're going to go ahead and give you a sneak peek at the new entrance music, but you will have to wait to see the new logo. Ha ha. So without any further ado, here is the new intro music. And so there it was, the season two intro, and uh, we need to give a shout out to our personal composer. Um, he is the musical ghoul. Uh, he did uh, season one uh, intro. Um, the only the only thing I changed on the intro uh, for season one was I did the voiceover at the end where I say, you're listening to Brave the Basement. And now I happen to be a musician myself, and uh, you know, I, I'm a heavy metal guitarist, and I, I didn't want to really, I didn't think heavy metal would fit the podcast. So um, I, I speak about the musical ghoul on the website and talk about how he's a music major. So obviously the perfect person to go to to uh, write this intro music for us. So thanks musical ghoul for hooking us up with the new intro for season two. I mean, he did a fantastic job with season one and then did a great, I mean, even better job. I love the music on uh the season two's music. Yeah, it's it's really cool. So um, it's about time we get into some actual paranormal stuff, which is what our listeners come for. And uh, like I said, th- this we're talking about Munchkinland here on our twentieth episode celebration. <laughs> and so Munchkinland, like I said, is not from the movie The Wizard of Oz. So I'm sure people are reading the headline like, what are they going to talk about The Wizard of Oz for? Um, So I'm going to read you uh, from a website here uh, because Munchkinland is in Michigan. And this is from the website 99wfmk.com titled Haunted Michigan, The Child Ghost of Munchkinland Cemetery by John Robertson. And this was... uh, Updated in April 30th of 2020, so it's uh, at least updated fairly recently. The Franklin Church was constructed in 1855 and it still stands to this day. The church and its accompanying cemetery can be found at the junction of Franklin, Brush Lake Road, and Frost Road. Out in the countryside just east of Booth Lake and Curtis Lake. It's just north of Niles. People who have gone there tell others not to go alone, as cell phones have a habit of not working in that area. The graveyard has been called Frost Cemetery, Franklin Church Cemetery, and Munchkinland. The nickname Munchkinland is probably the most curious name this place has. 
Why is it called Munchkinland? Because of the many children's spirits that have been seen amongst the tombstones. The legend began in late 1800, says the church pastor, murdered two small girls and buried them in the woods behind the church. Time went by and the crime went unsolved, until little by little, members of the congregation started putting together two and two and figured out the truth. Realizing his crime had been discovered, the pastor went up to the church bell tower and hung himself. After a search that lasted a few days, his body was finally discovered. There had been other children murders in the area, and the townspeople assumed they were also committed by the pastor. Since then, there have been numerous sightings of childlike ghosts through the woods and hiding around old gravestones. The eerie sounds of children giggling and little girls whispering have been heard coming from inside the cemetery grounds. There is also a tombstone that glows a faint green color at night. If you, if you visit Munchkinland, be respectful, don't vandalize, litter, or be noisy and obnoxious. Obey any no trasping signs that may be posted. Totally not following the red red brick road. Yeah, so this is not uh uh you know off to see the wizard we go here. So uh just to recap uh the the legend behind this on uh, the late eighteen hundreds, a uh, pastor of the church was was murdering children and burying them out in the woods. Uh, about the time that people started figuring out what was happen happening, uh the preacher hung himself from the bell tower. And now they believe that the cemetery is haunted by the ghosts of the children that he killed. I always have a question. Okay, so you know how the pastor kills himself. What happens to him? That's a good question. That's a really good question. I mean, if all the ghosts are still you know, roaming around in the cemetery, what, what happens to him? I don't know. Maybe, maybe his ghost is in the cemetery as well. So, uh, to cap off uh, this topic today, I have uh, some ghoul mail with someone's experience at Munchkinland. Ghoul mail from the Gmail. All right, this comes from one of the ghouls out there, uh, submitted this story. And uh, I will post it on the website as well, so you can check it out. Um, and this is about Munchkinland. When I was about 16 or 17, some of my buddies and I were out riding around looking for something to do. One of my friends suggested we go to Munchkinland to see if everything we heard while we were growing up was true. The legend is that the preacher of the church was doing something with the kids and killing them. When the congregation found out, the preacher hung himself in the bell tower. I was a bit apprehensive at first, but this was due to the fact that I have a few generations of my family buried in that cemetery. You know, like any other ghost story or legend, growing up, we all heard about it. So as we were pulling up, we parked in front of the gate on the road and headed in walking past the old church. In of itself, the place is spooky enough. Supposedly, there's a headstone that glows amongst other things, but we were there looking for the headstone that was glowing. As we were looking for the headstone, I noticed something out of the corner of my eye. Looking up, I couldn't believe what I saw. Children were staring at us from the trees. I quickly turned to my friends and I could see it written all over their faces that they were also seeing what I was. So here we are, 
watching these kids stare back at us from the trees. We suddenly realized that we could see through them and that they were partially transparent. As we stood there, they started moving closer into the cemetery. Everyone was staring, starting to get a little edgy, as you could imagine. Just then, we noticed a large shadow moving along the back of the church. It was shaped kind of like a man, but changing and morphing its shape as it went. We were looking around for what was casting the shadow on the church. It came to the corner of the church, and that's when it crossed to one of the headstones. We then realized it wasn't something casting a shadow on the church. It was moving from gravestone to gravestone on, on the taller stones. We took off running as fast as we could to the gate heading for the car. We got in the car just as I started to pull off this thing come through the gate and was standing in the road behind the car as we sped off. I never went back there again at night. I still go back there from time to time. As I said, I have family buried there. This is my story. Believe what you will. But I know none of us will ever forget that night. Okay, I, I have one question. Do you think that was the past, uh, pastor or preacher? That is a very good question, Blackjack. Um, so he did say that they seen the children and they noticed that they were ghostly transparent. And uh, this was more of a shadowy figure that they also seen that was kind of moving from stone to stone. So that is a very good question. I didn't think about that um, when, when you originally asked the question before I, I read the email uh, out loud. And, yeah, I it very well could be. I mean, so I, I wonder what do you think about seeing all these kids just look at you and then... I, w I wonder what this crosses through your mind. Oh, my God. There's a ghost. That's <laughs> that's, that's probably what they're thinking. Should I run? And well, So what's what's really interesting is they say that there's a, a tombstone that glows. And if you listen to the um, uh, website that I was reading from earlier, they also briefly mentioned this tombstone. And I don't know if, if this glowing tombstone is a paranormal thing or if it's a light that's on there. That's just freaking people out, and they they come to check it out. But that was they. That's what he said. Their original tent was to find this headstone, and they didn't find the headstone. Instead, they found some ghost children and some shadowy figure morphing into the shape of the man. But I think you might be right. I think you might be onto something. That very well could be that pastor. Uh, do we know what the name of the pastor preacher preacher was? Uh, it didn't say on that website. Um. Oh, uh, you know, I we could do more research. I'm I'm sure the information's out there. I would really would like to know if the preacher was buried out there. I mean, it would be really creepy if the glowing one was the preacher's tombstone. Well, you know, it's fortunate. Uh, I do have my cell phone on me. We can Google that real quick. So, um, the editing of this little section might sound a little goofy because I'm going to stop recording real quick and and we're, we're going to Google this because that that is a good question. So we will be right well for them, for our listeners, it's going to sound like a whole, couple seconds. Yeah, a couple yeah, seconds. Like... Just know it's a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> We're just having a good time here on our 20th episode celebration. So where's the fish? Hey, I said no fish this episode. No, I, that is right. Okay, we... hold on. Wait, everyone's waiting to, to hear about this preacher. So let's check into this preacher. Uh, we'll be right back with you. On the magic of editing podcast, 
Um, it took me a couple minutes, but I found it for you in only a couple seconds. Uh, this is what I found. I didn't find anything about where he's buried. But it says the church was organized by members of the United Brethren denomination in 1854, a year before the church building was constructed. In 1880, services were held every two weeks by a circuit rider, Reverend J.H. Pate. So that's that's all the information I was able to find on the preacher. Um, so we're assuming that this is the, the, the guy who done this. So very creepy place. Uh, it is up in Michigan. Uh, they said it's just north of Niles, Michigan. Um, so if you're brave enough to go... Go ahead, look up how to get there, and uh, if anything fun happens, shoot us an email on the Gmail. Uh, we would love to put it on the website and cover it on season two. I got a of little. I got a little mission for the ghouls out there in Michigan that will go to this place. If you guys can go check out this tombstone, and if you can get us the name and write it down, all your experiences, that would be great, guys. Okay, so sadly, but happily, all at the same time, this brings us to the end of Season 1 for Brave the Basement. And this concludes our 20th episode celebration. So I hope you enjoyed our our silliness today. We we did want to celebrate this because uh, we've been doing 20 straight weeks since this launched. Um... and the very end of October, this launched the same week as Halloween in October 2020. And like I said, we're going to take two weeks off and we're going to come back with season two, episode one of Brave the Basement. If you would like to become a Brave the Basement ghoul, be sure to share this show on social media. Go to bravethebasement.weebly.com and sign up for our newsletter to get all the latest news and updates when each episode has been posted. If you have a ghost story you would like to share with us, you could reach us at bravethebasement at gmail.com. Your story can make it on the show and be featured on the website. You can also submit your story on Reddit under the subreddit Brave the Basement or in the YouTube comment section. If you have an eerie ghost photo you would like to share, please email us and include a description and your photo could be added to our photo gallery. And that brings us to the end. We hope that we brought you just a little fright. And remember when you were up late at night, and you hear something in the other room that just doesn't seem right. It's okay if you need to turn on a light to protect yourself from things that go bump in the night. And for our 20th episode celebration, uh, we would just want to thank all the ghouls out there for uh, listening and bringing us to this point. And I'm your host, the Ghoul That Rules. And I'm your co-host, Black One Jack Two. And until two weeks from now, until next time, guys. <laughs>